What are your theories? Speak. You have to tell us. Speak. For season three. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Magic Windows. Hello, Avalor! Welcome back to another episode of The Magic Within, your podcast resource for all things Elena of Avalor. We are coming at you live from our Elena of Avalor Discord server. And of course, uh, joining me tonight is the rest of the squad, your podcast princesses. Make way for a beautiful Lady C. Hi everyone, it's Chrissy from New Zealand. Next up, the gorgeous Lady J. Hi, it's Jenny from California. Continuing with the sweet Lady A. Hi, it's Amelia from Oregon. Then there's Lady G, that's me. I'm Georgia from Greece. And last but not least, the beautiful Lady B. Hi, I'm Becky, coming to you from Germany. On our spectacular speculation special episode tonight, your podcast princesses will be talking all of our crazy and not so crazy theories for what we think may be coming up on the third season of our favorite show. And that's, of course, Elena Babalor. Yay! Yes! <laughs> From the things we have read about over the past year online, the things we have a pretty strong feeling about through tweets and posts from our favorite crew, uh, to the things we pray above that we may see. <coughs> let Elena and Matteo have a do it. <coughs> uh, let's get this started. <laughs> okay, so to start off with, loose ends and questions left at the end of season two. We will elaborate more on some of these points later on the episode as we go on. But for the time being, let's get started. Woohoo! Okay, first up is Elena's broken step door. Will this be repaired or will it be more powerful? And of course we have, you know, Esteban's betrayal. Will the truth about Esteban finally be revealed? Well, when Tom visited our podcast, uh, hinted heavily on that, that nothing's that is uh, hide- hidden forever. True. So, where's that? Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody get anxious i guess <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so um of course we last saw victor being taken um back onto the avalor ship to be you know prisoner of course in the avalor dungeon um so i'm willing to bet that him being a prisoner of avalor will definitely has to do with um esteban's secret being revealed yeah it's kind of like his <laughs> yeah kind of like a bargaining chip yeah like like Kind of, he's gonna kind of blackmail. I feel like he could blackmail Esteban oh, yeah. into like try to get. He's like, if you don't let me go, I'm gonna tell you your secret. But anyway, <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> but as for the other Delgados, and so another question is, will Ash and Carla come back for Victor? Because it kind of seemed like uh, Ash didn't really want to, but Carla seemed a little hesitant, and so we just can't help but wonder: will they continue on without his help, or will they eventually decide that they do need another Malvago and go save him? Mm-hmm. And if they do leave, uh, leave him there, because Ass is not too keen on, you know, Victor. <laughs> uh, but that that raises questions: where his uh, morality is is going towards? Is he gonna be a neutral character? Is he gonna remain evil? You know, it's really good. <laughs> Ass is kind of the bigger evil there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and this leads us to the prophecy of darkness, which we've had since the end of season one um, we are starting to see this chain of events possibly leading to the darkness with the delgados and chitana the shadows of night being mentioned that kind of thing so Gosh. what is it going to be dun dun dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, <this is> <laughs> <Excitement>. <laughs> fear 
Elena's desk is far from over, that's for sure. We have a whole new season ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And speaking of season, at the end of season two, uh, the very last episode, Naomi Knows Best, we show somewhat of a foreshadowing about Naomi becoming a chancellor or something like that. Uh, it wasn't exactly framed as a joke. It, it kind of had a heavy atmosphere, but was it just a joke? Or will we see her have a position of power? Um, some people um, have this theory that uh, after after our reveal by, again, Tom Rogers, that Naomi may be uh, parting from Elena or that they may, uh, you know, follow different paths. And that raises questions whether if she will go back to Norberg, some say she may go to Carissa. And I don't know if she will still be, uh, you know, will be all about politics and stuff, but there are so many... Uh, there are so many possibilities for Naomi at the moment. We, nobody knows where her arc is leading. I don't know how to speak. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows where her arc is exactly going. Speaking of the final episode in season two, um, of course, Naomi knows best. Um, we see, of course, the Jewel of Night um, explode. Um, did the Jewel of Night, did that drain any of Elena's magic before it exploded? Or, like, is she magically weaker now? Or did it, of course, have no effect on her? Mm. That's definitely a big question. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that's a good, like, yeah, mm. that's a good point. And now, things we know are coming up. Like, these are no speculations. These are facts from tweets, <laughs> interviews, to leaks, etc. Lady G, I think you have some really good information <laughs> in your hands. Um, okay. So one thing we know is coming up is an episode, um, I believe they might be calling it Changing of the Guard because of what was written in that, was it Instagram or Twitter? It was Twitter. So, it was Twitter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, anyways, I did some bro artwork a little while back of uh, Mateo and Gabe. And it did mention in there, Nathan Chu did mention in a comment that um, Changing of the Guard was something that was coming up. And so I, that leads us to believe that there's going to be an episode with Mateo and Gabe um, coming up with that title. Well, that's at least what I think. It's <laughs> exciting. Exciting, all right. Absolutely. Speaking of Twitter, um, we have one that we know is called Father in Chief. And this was an absolutely gorgeous video that Mario Lopez, he shared of his beautiful daughter, Gia Lopez, who, of course, voices the beautiful baby Jacqueline Estrella, singing Chief Daddy on Twitter. It was a beautiful little video of the um, song in the actual season three, too. So if you guys check it out on his page, it's really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, and I think recently there's been an extended leak where you see the rest of the... Of the little Jacqueline singing. Aww. And it's Yuta. Yeah, it's really cute. I can't yeah, wait for this episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need more baby Jacquelines. Yay! <laughs> Flying kitties! Okay. And moving on to another one we know is happening is a Louise's Chocolate Shop and Musical Number. So Louise's beautiful voice actress, Julia Vera, she commented in an interview saying... There's a new one coming out that I just did where I sing. The new episode flashes back to Louise's childhood where her parents owned a chocolate shop. And one day I'm walking by and it's all boarded up again. And I decided to open it up and started selling chocolate again. So that is going to be a really cool, interesting one. And we get to hear Louise sing. So I'm really excited for that one. That's definitely the first time we will hear her uh, sing individually. 
well. Yeah, oh, that's true, definitely for like three whole seasons. <laughs> wow, it's about and also time. backstory, and it's about chocolate. The best, yeah, and family. What more do you need? Mm. Oh my heart. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of family and heart, we have a new Dia de los Muertos episode coming. Uh, probably this fall, I'm not sure exactly when, but it is said that Eugenio Derbez will voice Guillermo, a restless spirit with a passion for music, in a special Dia de los Muertos themed episode for the series third season, which is set to debut, uh, well, this year. Yeah, <laughs> but it was to debut next year, we learned that a year prior. <laughs> but, yeah. And I don't know, that's really exciting. <laughs> I'm getting some Coco vibes, but, you know, Oh it's... my gosh, yes. <laughs> if they sing Remember Me, I think I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so another thing that we know is coming up that we've seen multiple times um, on um, Craig Gerber's um, Twitter account is uh, we have a Carnival um, mini-movie special coming up. So um, that's something that I'm super excited to mm-hmm. you... Um, to see and look forward to, you know, because Carnival is, you know, as we got a little taste of, well, we got a taste of it already, but it, I mean, to have a mini movie special, like, based on it, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Can you guys imagine the songs and the beautiful bright colors and the costumes? Oh my gosh, I'm so oh, excited. it's going to be gorgeous. Oh, imagine if great. all the amigos get costumes, like, oh my god, I'm going to die. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, like the fact we had in the first uh, in the first episode that was about carnival, and they all had, you know, actually uh, Elena and Isa. But no, oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that actually, you know, since the animation improved so much in season one, I think this one will look kind of spectacular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the parade and song of the sirenas, and oh wow, just imagine! Oh my gosh! Imagine those songs. We're going to be dancing around the house. <laughs> Getting into like a conga line. <laughs> oh, yeah. And speaking of mini movie special, we know that there's a Coronation Day uh, movie special coming up. Uh, and th- we know that because of a script title page leak from various sources, actually. And we see that it has a part one, part two, and part three, which means 60-minute special, baby! Mm. Yay! Yay! Um, we also have one coming up, which is Naomi exploring her own identity, you know, apart from being Elena's friend. And we touched on this before, but thanks to our beautiful California podcast princess, Tom Rogers, baby, <laughs> and our previous interview that we've done with him. So that's really cool as well. Yeah. And then also later on in the year, we're supposed to have a Mother's Day episode for Dia de las Madres. And Craig Gerber has confirmed this in a recent tweet after Mother's Day in 2019 that a mariachi song will be featured in next year's Dia de las Madres episode, which is going to be amazing, and I'm so excited already. Yeah, I'm going to cry. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why they do this to us? Too many feels. <laughs> so much. Ah. Okay, so... Another information we have is that Roman Reigns of WWE Raw Wrestler is going to appear in an upcoming uh, episode as a guest star. And we know that because he posted a lovely picture of himself in the EOA recording studio on his Instagram. We think he will be voicing Kazim, who uh, we believe to be the monster who King Verago said was sealed away in Vyasea back in the realm of the Jackwins, you know, the one with the big distraction. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it makes sense. He's a wrestler. 
<laughs> okay, so this one's probably going to reveal a little bit too much about how closely we pay attention to everyone's um, <laughs> social media accounts. But <laughs> <laughs> a while back, we saw um, some director's notes from the fabulous Nathan Chu um, and looking a little bit closer at some of the writing on there. Um, it looks like it's going to be a two-part episode, which... Is this going to be the Carnival special, or is there another one that we don't know about? Because um, it has two production codes noted at the top of the page. It mentions a magical crystal dress. It em- mentions Elena struggling to control her emotions. Um, a well sequence, a song. It mentions a tambourita and a scepter. Um, that's just like, I don't know, the wheels are turning. What, what could it mean? What is it? What's going to happen? that's we'll so much right <laughs> a crystal dress oh my gosh the wardrobe in this show was just so amazing and adding a crystal dress oh my gosh they animate these in like adult sizes please right and, <laughs> we and can never see and is this dress, dress going to look like the crystal tamburita like is it going to be the same color and does it have something to do with that or is it totally different r.i.p me right now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, crystals in this those are probably that bluest color. So yeah, mm-hmm. wow, right. look gorgeous cool. in that. And Elena or the the Grand Council gave Naomi a Meruvian blue crystal medallion. I think it was. Oh. So we've seen that also back in um, Captain Turner Returns. So they like yeah. that blue color for crystals. <laughs> so. And that looks great in blue. So mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see that. Also, it mentions the scepter, so the scepter will be back. Also, it's episodes 306 and 307, so who knows when that'll actually be showed, but it looks like it should be early in the season. That's also exciting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, also, um, last but not least, we saw a tweet from Craig Gerber a while back, or recently, that mentions that we'll be seeing a new kingdom in season three that we have not seen before that is not Paraiso. Um, we're wondering if this could possibly be Norberg. Definitely. Well, right. Mm. We do know from uh, Craig Gerber that um, um, Norberg has a queen. So are we going to see her too? Are we actually going to see Norberg? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And ooh, so you heard the facts. But now, here comes our predictions. Get ready, because we got so much elaborations for Season 3 on some of the points mentioned previously. But, you know, it's interesting <laughs> to just discuss them, because the ideas and the theories from the fandom are just so many and so interesting. Let's get started. All right. To start up with, <laughs> we have the um, Tifixu Scepter. Um, I was thinking maybe it's Eben Decora, you know, in the scenario when she needs to call upon where was his past. Um, like Alakazar and of course the lady who made it herself Amalai to help fix it. Of course if the sunbirds aren't able to help. So that could potentially be another way to fix it, but that's only if the sunbirds can't fix it. <laughs> huh. I have to say that'd be pretty I think it'd be pretty cool if Amalai came back to kind of, since she was the one that made the scepter, oh, you know what I mean? It'd be pretty cool if she awesome. did, you know, in some <laughs> spiritual form. I yep. mean, I, I believe that they're supposed to be going, gosh, I, I, I'll, I'm, I'll go back to that later. But um, that'd be interesting if she did have to help fix it. Oh, you know Ooh. what? We're supposed to be seeing the um, Ancestors branch, I think, of the spirit That's world. what I was going to say. I, yes. was like, I remember it somewhere, but I didn't want to just spit that out there and then not know what 
I was yeah, talking I, about. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I want to say it was Craig Gerber. <laughs> I think he was actually. Yeah, a while back. So you're absolutely right. And it would make so much sense. I've been waiting to see Amelie again ever since Jewel of Maru. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we all know the she's one of your favorites. <laughs> yes. But I just think she's fascinating. The last royal oh wizard. Yes. And I'm yes. sorry. Design. And I'm sorry, but Mateo <laughs> needs to meet her. Royal Wizards Unite. <laughs> Gosh, yes. You know, been wondering because we saw that mural with her fighting with the Scepter of Light, the other uh, wizard. Is he a wizard? I don't know. Or is he a Malvago? But, you know, that was. Our, is, is he connected in some way with the. Um, um, with what happened with the shadows? Are we going to touch up a bit on her backstory? Because we've. Uh, Craig also mentioned that we'll learn more about Maru, so... Definitely. Okay, now, speaking of Amalai, <laughs> is this the really last time we see the Jewel of Maru? Um, was Amalai saying, you have to pre you have protected your kingdom more than you know? Was that like foreshadowing the, bleh, foreshadowing the upcoming events? Oh, hmm. so, so maybe the, we yep. see more of those. The Jewel is sealed away, so there's no temptation to use it if the Shadows come back. Where's it still anyway? Bring it back. <laughs> is it in the, the spirit plane? Yeah. Oh, okay. Some pocket realm. Who knows? It's just it's sealed. Magic. Whoa, we've got different dimensions. <laughs> yeah. So really quickly, you guys, before I like get started on that crystal tambourine part. Mm -hmm. Sorry, when I was like interrupting, I was looking through as I was scrolling through Nathan Chu's endless, you know, script shots. Did you guys read the one about a, the magical spell? What? The music, the musical spell that puts Gabe, Mateo, and Naomi in a trance? No. How did no? I miss that? What was that? Okay, I okay hell, so this girl? is what I see. I see, uh, let's see, magical musical spell. Um, I did. Can the I'm rules be clarified earlier? This, these are his the notes, heck? and it says, designs for what Gabe, Mateo, Naomi, and I imagine that there's um, one more person because there's a comma after Naomi. And then it says, when in a trance. And it says, a sheath throughout the entire episode. And then something about a guitar case being cut. A guy eating a sandwich. And then on Adventures of the says, And then let's see, still time from the guitar. Blah, blah, blah. Somebody jumps out of the bushes. Oh my goodness. One last time. <laughs> I'm the guy eating the sandwich. Stag yourself. <laughs> So anyways, we know we're getting new designs for um, Gabe, Mateo, and Naomi for whatever this episode is. Finally, Gabe has new clothes! Yeah! <laughs> or he's been maybe. wearing the same outfit for two seasons! Well, I hope it's clothes, unless he's getting a design on what they look like when they're in a trance. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> well, like the light design change? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. It says designs for what Gabe... And watch, I'll, I'll screenshot it and I'll stick it on there. But it says designs for what Gabe, Mateo, Naomi, and then it says when in a trance. Ooh. Huh. So now I'm like, <gasps> but it says dun, on the dun, top dun. 316. So. I'm 316, so that's like mid-season. My heart right now. My heart right now. Oh my god. Here, let me post Somebody this. Somebody help Chrissy. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> need to talk about this. this to us. Ignore I mean, my thing telling me to go to bed, by the way. <laughs> I'm so caffeinated right <laughs> now. No, I can't handle that. No, literally, my phone told me to go to bed. <gasps> <laughs> oh, holy wow. heck. <gasps> Have a good eye, Gareth. Genia, damn. 
God I don't know. Damn. I just happened to see it. I was <laughs> like, oh, this looks awfully nice. All typed up. And I clicked it. I was like, oh, why oh. have I seen this before? How did we miss this? <laughs> I love how your phone is calling you out. That's perfect. You know, you know I, I go a million miles a minute. And sometimes I need reminders. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You have more control in your life than I do. <laughs> I wish. No, but it's the one. How did I miss this one? You know, it's the one. I remember when he posted this thing with, um, you know, Lucy from Peanuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did I miss this? Sorry. Make sure. It's like right before the one about her emotions. Oh. I wonder if this is going to be part of the Coronation Day thing. It it sounds big, so it's really possible. Like new designs, um, a and big then being cast a celebration apparently. Yeah, it ah. seems like a celebration because you know it has. It talks about the music and the instruments and the guy eating the sandwich and everybody being together. So, or it could be the Halloween special, mm-hmm. right? Because we're the, mu- the musician. Ginny, <laughs> you took American knife. It does sound I like am. a special though. <laughs> Cakes, Francisco. <laughs> Toe hand in hand. <laughs> I know oh. that's all I see is cakes and Francisco. <laughs> I'm going to have to really look this over later. Not Let's sure. see. Guillermo. H U with Jawbone. Hot dog. I don't know. <laughs> is that. Is that the Dia de los Muertos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is. Okay, okay. And apparently there's going to be a Felicia there. Felicia. Felicia. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) You know this. Please let that joke be in there. (laughs) Why are they watching us? It says Felicia's Dia. And then it's blocked by the thing. And then it says a bit longer. Maybe shift. Maybe it's just a relative to Guillermo. And then on the bottom, it says Guillermo. (laughs) (laughs) At the bottom, there's Guillermo. It says Guillermo, H-U, with something. I can't read his scribble scrabble. He wants to see her. (laughs) No one can. (laughs) Or maybe not. But it looks like they're on a dock or a boat. Because there's a picture in the background. Ma, ma, ma. (laughs) Hmm. I've been slacking with this. Right. (laughs) All right. Moving along. We all do something tonight. (laughs) Can I also say something? I'm super excited with the fact that we know when season three starts, we're getting a new design for Isabel. Yes. 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 With a beautiful picture Nathan put up. I want to see the full thing. And rendered. It's going to be so cute. Mm -hmm. Yes. Season three is so promising already. Um, So we got a glimpse of the crystal tambourine in the episode, Not Without My Magic, where um, Kita Moss gives Elena like a substitute... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to, her sep- to her scepter and we were all hoping that you know we get this scene where Elena and Mateo um, basically learn how to use this tamborita right mm-hmm. we didn't get that mm-hmm. but <laughs> I have I mean we all kind of feel like this is gonna show up again in the future mm-hmm. um, especially with mentions you know like we mentioned earlier um, crystal dresses and everything else so, I mean, I have to say, if anything would match a crystal dress, it'd probably be a crystal tamborita, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, I'm wondering if this is going to make a comeback sometime in the future. And personally, while I, as much as I would love to have it be an episode where Mateo gets to tinker around with it, I wonder if it would be related to a Valentina episode. 
just because we know she is very flashy and <laughs> trendy and a crystal tamborita would go wonderfully with her. And of course, she's also a, a wizard. She knows how to use a tamborita. So mm-hmm. can you imagine that a one of a kind? <laughs> I think yeah. it was kind of bedazzled. I'm not really sure. But you remember it was a sparkly tamborita. <laughs> no, no. I don't know she if it's pink it. enough Next for Valentina, up. honestly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, who wouldn't want a bedazzled tamborita? I'm just saying. <laughs> I do. I want one. Oh, yeah, Can they sell those too? <laughs> we have our list of wish wish toys <laughs> that we're never going to get. Tamborita. Bedazzled tamborita. Okay, so why doesn't Disney jump on this, by the way? We can meet Elena at the park. So, I mean, if universal you could build your own wizard wand why can't you build your own tamborita at disneyland i'm just asking that would be amazing. that would be amazing <laughs> i would be oh, there i would fly to disneyland just for that <laughs> i would go and make myself an appointment at the little bippity boppity boutique just for me not even for my kids for me i will sit my booty down in that chair and i will make my own tamborita <laughs> and get your elena hairstyle <laughs> oh. yes, yes totally you all know our tambourines will look like fouls, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I'm wondering, as I mentioned before, I really think that I personally think it may be tied into a Valentina episode, but maybe it's because of my hope that we'll see her again, which I'm pretty sure we are. I think oh, they yeah. confirmed that she's coming back. Yeah. But it'd be really cool if it was somehow tied with her as well. All right. Another magical item that has picked our interest is the magical seed from uh, the return of El Capitan. And we're wondering if we're going to see it again. There was a bit of an emphasis on it as an important magical artifact. It was used by the sea monster back then. And, you know, now that it's taken by Elena, we wonder if it's going to be of any use considering she has to deal with so many magical opponents at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Maybe um, like to use it against evil spirits. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if that was wielded by like Gabe or Naomi. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Armando. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Armando. Oh, Armando. <laughs> oh. <The> real MVP. <laughs> right. Is it yes. Goofy or Donald? No, it's Goofy and Kingdom Hearts that has the shield, isn't it? That would be so cool. <laughs> oh. Armando needs it absolutely needs more love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. But the shield is, is the symbol the shield is a symbol of a protector, so um, oh. I could totally see Gabe doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean he has the sword, he needs a shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unstoppable. <laughs> He's such a brave boy. With my sword and my shield <laughs> I am unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> so cute <laughs> go Gabe <laughs> oh I love it also another thing that you might have already noticed but in this podcast we definitely like our ships <laughs> and we do have a favorite but one of our favorite predictions that we really hope is going to happen we're like praying is that at least an Elena and Mateo duet, like kind of like Magic Within Part Two, only with both of them singing, you know? And that is mm-hmm. like literally, that would be like top tier, you know? Oh gosh. <laughs> they would, the crew would literally right. kill me with that one. I think yeah. so. I'm pretty sure I'd just die. Just, like, all yeah, I think we all just, would. Like, murder me with the field. <laughs> you know, like, singing inside, like, it makes they sense. They could be singing about the weather, and I would be like, oh, dead. You know, <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's so true. 
But like, Elena has a duet with every single friend of hers, so it only makes sense that there will be one with Mateo. She had played your way with Gabe. Uh, she had uh, Home for Good Home with for good. Naomi. Look, it's about time we have yeah. both voices combined. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> saying, we're saving together. the best for last. Saving you the know? best for last. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're not biased at all. Nope. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Again, outside from sipping, it's kind of beautiful because it's one of the first episodes, uh, Spellbound, where she boosted his confidence. So it will be nice to have, you know, it opens the season kind of. So it will be in the last season kind of a, one of the closing, uh, you know, songs. I don't know how to describe that. It's kind of a pattern. It works. <laughs> Deal with it. I'm biased as hell. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Girl, <laughs> yeah, of course we're biased. Our should be reason. <laughs> okay, speaking of things that we pray for, like this would never happen, but this would be so awesome if it does. <laughs> um, we would love is a little cameo of the, of course, your podcast princesses fangirling in the background <laughs> oh of an God. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Elena Why didn't I see that before? I did not see that before. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm a little cameo. Girls can dream. Everybody's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so that's adorable, Chrissy. <laughs> we Has- can pray. Hashtag Get the keep, dream in, alive. keep in the dream alive. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. So, one prediction I've had from pretty much the very beginning Elena finding a different way to channel her magic um, not just with the scepter whether it's just channeling raw magic or um, learning to use a tamborita although I'm not sure she's patient enough for that (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just wonder if that's something that we're going to see in season three and I think Craig Gerber said at one point quite a while ago that Currently, she can channel her magic through her scepter and possibly other ways to be deter- to be yet determined. So it was like a hint that maybe it was possible. I don't know. Could be interesting. Like, I know I say this like nearly every other episode. <laughs> like, Fiero came with his hand. So I That's don't true. see why like Mateo or Elena can't. So I mm-hmm. hope <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> it would be very cool. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's been confirmed multiple times that there are non-verbal spells and spells you can cast without tamboritas or, you know, magical means like scepters. So, yeah, it's a solid and valid theory. Mm-hmm. All right, one of the things that everybody uh, is really excited and also worried about is the Delgado Familia because uh, um, we have Ash and we are really wondering if she will drive a wedge between Victor and Carla. Uh, it already seems like, you know, she's obviously trying to, you know, take Carla with her and have her follow her footsteps. And her relationship with Victor is more than shaky. <laughs> uh, yeah, even even Victor says it outright that, you know, I think you're trying to <laughs> drive a wedge between and my daughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... The big question actually is, will Carla pick uh, Mami Ash or, or Victor? Uh, we think Mami Ash is going to be uh, the real baddie of the season. Or, okay, maybe not the darkness. We don't know about that. But she's definitely not the best influence. Uh, Victor is a bit more um, 
okay, Victor is, is dangerous, but definitely not as dangerous as Ash. And we really don't know where his morality is going to go uh, now that he's captured by Elena and the company. Um, so, yeah. I don't know, family drama. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I thought would be like crazy is if, um, you know, of course, Ash makes Carla too. And um, Ash, like, will ultimately make things really bad. And maybe to on a bit of a lighter note, um, she might sacrifice herself to show, like, Carla and Victor. Mm -hmm. I go, like, crazy. So there could be another lighter side to, you know, like, that real big baddie, but her, like, redemption arc is to be, like, you know, I actually love you guys. Yeah, live the life. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. That's sad. Let's make it more complex. <laughs> I both of you. <laughs> they are not supposed to sacrifice themselves for parents. On your corners. <laughs> wow, okay, you sure so. know how to make drama, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, always. <laughs> um, another thing we touched on before was, of course, changing of the guard, which was um, Jenny's beautiful picture she drew. Um, now, this wasn't this exact picture, but I thought it would be a really cool way of like doing the changing of the guard episode. <clears throat> so, guys, get your story ears on and listen up. <laughs> okay, Ooh. so... Mateo and Gabe have an argument about how hard being the royal wizard is versus how hard being the captain of the guard is. And they say, well, you don't know what it's like and neither do you. And bam, a magical artifact in the wizard workshop lights up and it's all freaky Friday up in here. <laughs> and they swap bodies. So Gabe has to learn how to be patient and methodical with magic. And Mateo has to be commanding and, of course, commanding the attention of the guard. And then they have to find a new appreciation for each other to undo the curse. Dun dun dun! I think wow. that would be a really fun episode if it was like that. I would love that episode <laughs> because my prediction is a lot more sad. <laughs> Go ahead, Aww. let's hear the end. <laughs> I like Chrissy's though. Mine's depressing. <laughs> like, what if this? You know, we heard that Naomi's possibly going to be exploring her identity aside from being Elena's friend, and possibly, you know parting ways what if that's the theme of this season is you know elena's friends are moving on to bigger and different things different things and what if you know changing of the guard is actually like gabe moving on somewhere <laughs> and so the bros it's like a goodbye kind of thing oh yeah that's so. my biggest fear for this season i i really hate it when yeah friends have to separate and we possibly and have esteban moving on so. i guess esteban no is joke. the one character that can move on i mean Oh, all of them can move on. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to leave Avalor unless they banish him or they kill him. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but, you know, about the rest of the friends, I had always the idea that, you know, they're going to stay amigos forever. And it's, uh, okay, so, really, um, you know, an episode that, you know, the leaks are clear. We all know it's coming up soon. Uh, and there were hints already because, you know, King Zephyr was supposed to give up his position to Cruz. <coughs> uh, we know that in the episode Chief Daddy, Migs is supported by his three adorable little children. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. It's precious how much he cares for them and how much they love him back. Uh, he's, he's such a silly daddy. <laughs> uh, he's trying to impress them, but... They are they are all they are already so proud of him, mm -hmm. and we really wonder if Mix is actually going to become the new chef. I say he's going to be the, the new chef. I can't imagine someone that's better. And as they uh, 
as the children spell it out for him. He is helpful, he is, uh, all, he is courageous, he is their idol, he is eager, and he's their father. So, Aww, yeah. Yes. Brilliant. He deserves so much that. It. it is so sweet. <laughs> I love the family names in this show. If we just need more and more of them. Yeah, and actually, um, Chief Daddy is the name of the song, and I think the episode title is Father in Chief. So, oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. but like still, it's still Chief Daddy is so cute. Like, I love watching oh. that little bit that we've seen. It's adorable. Yes. <laughs> and Mix's babies love him, which is just precious. I love, <laughs> I love seeing him grow as a daddy. Yeah, mm. he's he's still new to that, but you can clearly see that. Uh, she can do it despite his fears and oh it's cute yes i really wonder if the baby jackmans are going to interact with isabel again seeing how uh, she kind of hatched them <laughs> yeah that was a cute in- that was a cute dynamic and she's kind of like their godmother <laughs> she got a name one for heaven's sake yeah <laughs> kind of a big deal also let isa ride the jackman now that she's grown up that's gonna be fun Again, you mean? You know, like officially her own Jacqueline. <laughs> yes, her own Jacqueline. On her own. I was going to say, because she rode one in Secret of Avalor. In Song of the Serenas, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Secret of Avalor too. Yeah, but she, we haven't actually she shared seen her a ride. on an adventure. Aside from, she like, was kind of rescued. Both times. Yep. <laughs> it's time for Issa yes, to do the rescuing. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. We kind of saw that in uh, the... Uh, Golden Gecko episode that, uh, uh, you know, it would be nice to see Isa now that she's grown up using her smarts to defend herself, kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, yeah, her smarts are the the main point and she's the one that Elena is supposed to protect. But, you know, it wouldn't be bad to have an episode with her having mm-hmm. the spotlight a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, moving on a little, um, another thing that... I feel it was only mentioned the one time and aside from the constant references to darkness, coming darkness, the shadows of the night, the shadows of night that um, were referenced in Jewel of Peru by Amale. Um, they are the what was responsible basically for the fall of Maru. Personally, I can't help but think that um, they're going to be back. Like it just seemed like such a big thing and it was so like, described in detail um it just feels like they put so much into it that i have a feeling that they could be a threat again um so i just can't help but wonder if that's going to be the final threat of the prophecy the final threat before elena's coronation um before before um what was that last episode naomi knows best came out I had wondered if the Delgados and the Jewel of Night might be the key to this, but obviously that is no longer the case because the Jewel of Night has been shattered. Thank you, Mateo. (laughs) 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 But Ash seems like a very, um, very determined. So where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) Oh, boy. I absolutely agree with you, actually, because even... It was kind of emphasized in Jewel of Maru how big of a danger they were they basically eradicated an entire civilization Mm. Uh, so that is there a greater darkness from that (laughs) what is worse than that people died right that's true although disney won that you have to say it (laughs) although another possible tie into all of this which we i don't think we've mentioned yet is orizaba um i mean she's like the queen of darkness right um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the moth fairy. 
So. Yeah, but it was mostly, you know, I'm going to hang out with the little moths and the night hamsters. I'm not sure what those were. <laughs> but she has vengeance. She has a chip on her shoulder now. So She's True. like a leveled up version of Luna Gill from PJ Masks. Like, I love her, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> when she fell down the spirit toilet, like, it was really... <laughs> <laughs> she was like pretty much was go? like she'll be back she this is not over so i i think it'd be really interesting if she came back as like a, a more of a real threat tied into this whole darkness and shadows or whatever thing join nice. forces with ash delgado oh speaking Ooh. of the of the shadows of the night um i wonder if you know like the evil spirits do they you know do they consist of you know, there are people that are, that's not my, my speculation, but I see it a lot in the fandom that, you know, in, among the shadows are spirits of departed people. So there's a possibility that, you know, Shriek is one of them or, mm. you know, def evil defeated villains like the other wizard or stuff like that. But, you know. Ooh, that is a little scary. <laughs> that That's really scary. <laughs> it's the Evil Dead episode we, we were talking about the other time. <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember that. Oh, we'll just have to that wait and insane. see. Like, anything could happen at this point. Because <laughs> they're really good at surprising us. Yeah. So the next thing we wanted to bring up was, of course, you know, when the truth will finally be revealed. And by the truth, I mean... When will it finally be known to Elena that Victor and Esteban were part of um, part of the reason why Shuriki was able to get in the first place, you know, 40 plus years ago? Um, so one of the things that um, I thought the minute, like, who was it? When, okay, so when they brought Victor in and they were able to capture him, the first thing that popped into my mind was, oh my God, watch this. This is why, you know, this is going to come up again. Because now we have the main person, the only other person that really knows Esteban's secret right now. Um, we have him in Avalorn custody. So I'm curious if there's going to be a conversation that's overheard by Elena between Esteban and Victor. Or um, like we mentioned earlier, that's going to be kind of like that that playing card that Victor can use, you know what I mean, to kind of, you know. It makes me wonder because, you know, uh, he basically revealed that, but Elena did not believe him the first time. So it's interesting if he actually manages to prove that this time. Yeah, which which is why I think it'll mostly be a conversation that's overheard because to hear it straight from Victor's mouth is one thing, but to hear Esteban contribute to a conversation yeah. about it, you know what I mean? Ooh. Oh, that boy. Would be a into completely different story you know my heart hurts <laughs> yeah i'm not ready for that i'm sorry oh, i won't even deny you know, i'm like super you know i hate to say this you know and i don't mean to cause your boy any pain but i'm like super excited for this yeah i'm excited like, too but i'm also paying happen, you know i want to hear <laughs> i want to see how it's gonna happen just because it's just been a loose thread since the beginning like since season one that we yeah. knew eventually was going to have to come to a head somewhere. And we're finally kind of inching closer to that, I think. Yeah, um, especially, since, especially since, you know, Tom Rogers kind of like cryptically, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, said that no secret that. Yeah. Elena's no dummy, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I want <laughs> Elena to be angry and betrayed. I mean, he's, he's one of her few family members. He, she grew up with him. It, it only makes sense. 
there there will be drama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of exactly. And the fact that now we have passed three, four, almost four years, and yeah. that he's been sitting on this that entire time. So that that's kind of what I'm. I'm yeah, it's even worse. To see how she'll react. Since you mentioned Shuriki, there is also that um, the thing that we're not sure if it will be, it will appear, so that's why we didn't mention it in the facts. But Craig mentioned that Shuriki's past is linked with uh, King Raoul, and we still don't know how, if that's going, we don't even know if that's going to be addressed. But since, you know, Sarik is dead. <laughs> so I don't even know yeah. if that's connected to the truth or the, final- the finale or anything. But yeah. That would be very interesting to say, yeah. like, if, like, if there was a previous, like, some sort of relationship, like, he didn't want to conform to what her rules were or if they knew each other beforehand. That would be very interesting to say that it wasn't just a random, like, I'm going to take your kingdom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely not a random, I'm going to take your kingdom. Uh, Craig it's said it was more personal. It was vengeance. She has a vendetta. Had a vendetta, oh boy. obviously. She's gone now. I'm so wondering she's... if one of the kingdoms that, um, not maybe not kingdoms, but one of the places that they're going to head to, is actually going to be related to because I think he mentioned before she comes from the north, right? Yeah, like the some north kind of northern, northern island or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's had a leading presence or something like that. Yeah. So the fact that we know that there is a location that she came from, and they thought of a location that she's come from. You know what I mean? I'm wondering if somehow we're going to end up in that location for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Well, something. Like, did Raul you know, help? Um, overthrow her and like her previous kingdom is that why or maybe she well no i was gonna say maybe she's supposed to marry him but no i'm sure that uh, this woman could never love but if she was to have something like that uh she probably still wanted the power and what her ego was um you know hurt and she's gonna she's like oh no one denies me no one rejects me i'm gonna kill you yeah it would be less about love and more about power yeah oh yeah I think it'd Not be like, like throw it back out there to Frozen, but kind of like Hans, you know. <laughs> That's funny because I was gonna go Jafar and Jasmine. You know, he was really offended that she didn't want to marry him. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's just gross and old. <laughs> you know, now I want to imagine Jane Fonda saying <laughs> Jafar's one-liners. <laughs> oh gosh. This is perfect. First Yzma, now Jafar. Hey, we got, we got Hans, Yzma, and Jafar all in one bad lady. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ah, she will be missed. Not really. <laughs> all right. So I also wanted to bring up Chitana. So I thought it was interesting that um, we had this episode where, you know, the little um, Anjiman kept mentioning this person Chatana, who was um i guess this magical lady you know and she created a bunch of magical little beings and um so i guess kind of what i'm where i'm going with this is i'm kind of wondering if Chatana will come back or at least be mentioned in a later episode mm-hmm. as the one that may have trained ash mm-hmm. or you know maybe someone somehow indirectly involved in that um 
just because I thought it was just a neat little story to kind of throw in the background of that episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It would be kind of neat to have it connected somewhere else, you know. Mm -hmm. She bring back the shadows. Exactly. So Mm. I was also wondering if maybe somehow now that Ash doesn't have the jewel of night, maybe she's going to seek help from these previously banished you know, threat uh, monsters Avalor, and somehow they're the ones that are going to summon this darkness. Oh, that um, could endanger. Oh, God, uh, thickens. Dark, dark season three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's freaking awesome. That's a because if there's yeah, anything so I learned from the Jackwins is that there was plenty of people banished and not a whole lot of people behind bars. So yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. So they're all out there somewhere. Goodness. Yeah, there so was I'm also wondering. kind of oh, there was also kind of an emphasis on the fact that she created monsters. Like, mm-hmm. see exactly is that powerful? She's creating life, and mm-hmm. she will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What if she created and... Kazim, that big monster that may or may not be coming back? It's really possible. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one action-packed season. That is no <laughs> joke. Yes. Oh, for sure. I'm. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Do you think we're gonna make it out alive? I don't know. No, no probably not. We yeah. Let's start our no. gravestones. Sounds about right. <laughs> okay, so for another one of our speculations, so we know that Skylar is the prince technically of Viastrea, and we're wondering if eventually, maybe in the third season, we'll see him take his father's place and become king, or if he'll just stay in the lane of Avalor with Elena and be one of her like advisors and his closest friends and stay close to her. So we'll have to keep on eye, our eye on that yeah. for the next season. I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. a lot of growth on his part. Like, he's getting to that point where he totally oh, could. Sure. Yeah. But Well, compared to Fight of the Jackwins, <laughs> when he wanted to have fun with his brother. Right. You know, he's come a <laughs> huge long way. <laughs> yeah, he really has. It's been really fun to watch, actually. I think it's really highlighted in Not Without uh, My not without my magic, because, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of the one giving uh, advice to, to Elena. And it's more, I think, they have discussed they have discussed such stuff before, but it wasn't that prominent. But now he's like, Elena, you're a leader. You gotta, you gotta do this. And you gotta do this without your magic. And mm-hmm. don't use the tamborita. He was, like, all over the place. Like, <laughs> oh, Elena, stop. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because you're not a wizard, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, He had, you know, he was showcasing leadership skills in that episode, or at least he was giving advice on how to be a leader, and he's probably the one in line to come the king after uh, Virago, so... Oh, also Virago mentioned how his mother uh, would be proud of him, I think, in the the realm of the Jackwins. Oh. Was yeah. standing up for himself. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It was it was a warm, nice moment. But you know, I wonder if uh, Skylar will make them even prouder. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've also heard that. Um, gosh, this was like way long ago in an interview back in season one, towards the end of season one, I believe Craig Gerber said that King Hector would be back, which we've actually seen screenshots with him in them, but that he would be getting what's coming to him. And personally, like, I cannot wait to see whatever that might be. (laughs) I can't even imagine. (laughs) 
like, will he have something to do with the darkness? Somehow I can't imagine that, but man, that'd be an interesting plot twist. Oh, he get caught and put in his zoo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Hector is the big villain. Right. Dun, dun, dun. We thought Ash Delgado was the big baddie, but it's really King Hector. <laughs> Sounds like the... Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Let's talk about, before we close, about... I mean, we, we know that Coronation Day is coming. We we saw the script title. We know it's coming. It's what Elaine has been working towards from the very beginning. It's been a very clear goal of the show. What do you think that's going to entail? Besides coronation. <laughs> oh, well. I think it's going to end with Wizard King Mateo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're really hoping for that one. And we all know. No, I'm hoping for it. We all are. I, I know. <laughs> Okay, getting aside, there's probably going to be a big other up of the amigos and the familia. That's again, if you don't kill anybody, Craig, I'm having my eyes on you. We're watching you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Watching you through the screen. I'm sorry, Craig. But yeah, uh, the other royals, we already know that Val will return. And, you know, since so fabulous seems to be uh, such an important episode probably Alonso. Maybe that's the episode Hector appears. We really don't know. There's also that other queen we saw in the screenshot, but we really don't know if that's Coronation Day. But, you know, royals, because yeah. it's a coronation. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's going to be some big challenge, because, I mean, it wouldn't be an interesting hour. I mean, well, maybe it would be, but it wouldn't be an exciting episode if there wasn't some kind of challenge or obstacle to overcome, and I can't help but wonder, like... Is there going to be? Is that going to be the final battle day, like with the with the darkness? Is that going to come to a head on coronation day, or is it going to be like you know, like a wedding gone bad kind of thing? <laughs> Not an actual wedding, but you know, like everything that can go wrong, like Esteban Esteban being <laughs> Bridezilla <laughs> and <laughs> freaking out about <laughs> details on Elena's behalf. <laughs> oh, boy. I can see that. But whatever happens, oh man, I can't, uh, I'm so looking forward to seeing it because we I feel like we've been on this journey with Elena for so long that it'll be really satisfying to finally see it all tie up nicely. Yes. And I'm sure that the crew will somehow find a way to make me cry. I'm expecting it, so. <laughs> I think Very we'll cry multiple times. Awesome. Okay, do you guys have it? Did you have the same thoughts as us? Have you had any other theories? Make sure to let us know on our social media account. We'd love to hear from you all. Wherever you are in the world, we want to thank you for listening along to this Season 3 Speculation Special. Hopefully we see some of these come true in the upcoming season. As always, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for some Elena of Avalor fun games and activities while we endure the hiatus. Wings up, amigos. Until next time, bye! Bye! bye. bye. bye.